This program is an experiment, an exploration. It's been put together with enormous enthusiasm and equipment designed for other purposes. The basis of it is an unlimited supply of magnetic tape, a recording machine, and a group of technicians who think nothing is too much trouble provided it works. It's Warehouse 11, episode number, are you ready? Oh boy. 90. Nice, even number. And actually, we just passed our three-year anniversary of doing this show. Three years? Oh my God. Three years, yep. So send us presents and Venmo payments. You can find links to all of that over at warehouse11.com. That's also where... We have links to our podcast version of the show. And of course, if you want to listen on Electric Forest Radio, you can do that Thursday nights at 10 o'clock. We are your technicians. I'm Kent. <laughs> Clayton. Technicians. <laughs> How long were you waiting to use that one? You're sitting there well, for a bit. Well, you know, we actually use it in the intro to the show, but I don't think we ever we never really, realized yeah. what we were saying. So, yeah, I had that banked up for just a moment. A group of waiting, technicians. Wait to do All that. All two of us. Uh, we play house and techno music and talk about festival news, event reviews, and other cultural things, including where we heard the song in the background that's playing Dude, this past it was, weekend. It was a reuniting of the Indeed. of the crew for a great show that we're going to tell you about in just a bit. Indeed, we've got Meow Wolf things to discuss, some festival news, and much, much more. Let's get right to our first track. This is Chris Lake's remix of Swedish House Mafia and The Weeknd. It's called Moth to a Flame on Warehouse 11.
Disco. So it's tracked by Hillet Colette and Kay Elizabeth. And I think it's it's pretty accurate. We're really just chasing a hooky. It's a dirty disco techno. Beat. It is hooky. I mean, for sure. Got that right. Uh, it's Warehouse 11. We teased at the top of the show that we got to see a le- pretty lengthy set from mm-hmm. Green Velvet. Not all of it, because we did have to sleep at some point at that. Well,. Yeah, I mean, I think maybe we missed the last 10 minutes, but who knows? It could have been hours. I don't know. I'm telling myself he didn't stop till 7. Oh, dear. That's like that's like a Chris Lake sunrise set mm-hmm. at Holy Ship that's supposed to end at 8 and it goes <laughs> till 11. Uh, a relatively a new-to-us venue, and I feel like maybe a relatively new venue to Houston as well. I think called so. Bow, yeah, it's called Bauhaus. Pretty small. <laughs> oh, my God. They, so, what were the numbers? They said they were expecting, like, what, 700? I, I asked what capacity was, and they said it was, you know, 680 or almost 700 people or something like that. Maybe across both floors, but... Yeah, I think that's exactly... I think it's both floors, the outdoor patio, the upstairs patio, the main room, and the little entrance room. Yeah, I think if you put all of that together you could probably legally put that many people in there but but they were the main... they were all up top they were up top for the main event yeah yeah exactly i mean especially when it's 45 degrees outside people aren't really hanging out on the patio for for enjoyment so yeah it was a great um, show great set he started well the show started at 10 velvet took to the decks about 12 45 and we left at like 4 15 yeah yeah so Good time. Which to which to normie seems just absurd. Oh man, my friend but group the, was like, "What are you saying to me? How did yeah, you stay up that long?" I mean, for 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 m- people that are in this world, it's a pretty pretty typical time frame, though. So yeah. Um, well, and it's and it's nice that they were, even though liquor laws say that you have to close at two, it's nice that they're still able to keep the venue open. Mm-hmm. They just stopped serving alcohol, which is. Probably a good idea like, anyways. Yeah, and I feel like it's pretty different than most other venues. They just abruptly close because yeah. they can't serve alcohol. So they think... I mean, I guess the, the end goal is very different when you're at a dance music show. Right. So they do still stay open and put it, like to serve uh, energy drinks and water and that kind of stuff. But, uh, but they've got any, some uh, talent coming up. Yeah, Bauhaus. they do. They are booking it big. Yeah, Eli Brown is there this weekend. Um, Yato, Scream, Adam Bayer. Uh, I thought there was at least one more big one. But I mean, yeah, they're oh Claude, Claude's coming. Yeah, Claude Monstro. So, so. I mean, they're they're going big. 
So if you're in the Houston area, there are all the uh, the usual Stereo Live and Rise and uh, some others that are mostly open just during the summer. But this is a, a newer, more boutique venue, we'll call it. Bauhaus, right in the downtown district. Not a lot going on near there. It's except Toyota, it's Yeah, Toyota, Toyota Stadium is right there. So there's at least hotels well, do, hold and parking. On. Tonight, Thursday... They do uh, tacos and tequila and house music. Ah, perfect. It's almost like Techno Taco I Tuesday, I was but really on a hoping, Thursday. Not quite. So that's uh, our latest adventure. We also went to the totally unrelated, but somewhat related. We also went to the Space Center in Houston and oh, yeah. had dreams of holding a musical event in that venue. It's built for oh. it. They've got lights hanging down. I don't think there was a like uh, observatory look of it, but you could easily paint yeah. that on there. It'd be great. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So we'll 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 be in touch with NASA about our next big show idea. But let's uh, hop back to music. This is a new one from Kyle Walker. The song is called "Midnight Dancer" on Warehouse Eleven. Eso, vale, dale. Vamos, 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 vamos. Eso es mi gente.
Trucko with some fantastic lyrics, song called Take Me Back. Apparently he left the club and he wants to go back to pay the cover again, get all dressed up, take drugs, maybe find love. He gets that eat, sleep, rave, repeat lifestyle, Kent. He's just yeah. in on it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, before that, Kyle Wat- Walker's... Oh, there's a Kyle Watson and a mm. Kyle Walker. Got that mixed up in my mind, but Midnight dancer on warehouse 11 as i said at the top of the show you can find us on electric force radio thursday nights 10 o'clock east or west or the podcast version is available at warehouse 11.com i'd like to mention that uh we did get an offer for some a cleaning service Ooh, really to our hello at warehouse 11.com address earlier just today actually so <laughs> what, what uh, do they clean well, our warehouse. Perfect. We it's very dirty. It's disgusting actually. Very Filthy. sweaty and gross. So we do need a good The walls are out sweating. Oh god. Every once in a while. Uh, let's see. Festival news since we last talked, I think the most relevant to the show is that Movement has announced essentially a lineup teaser for the Memorial Day Festival, May twenty eighth through the thirtieth. If my memory serves me correctly, this will be the first time this show has happened since 2019 because they tried to move it, I believe, to Labor Day weekend in 2020, and that didn't pan out. I'm not exactly sure what happened last year. So much like Electric Forest, it will be uh, long overdue for this one. It is in 
downtown Detroit at Hart Plaza on the list as Adam Bayer, Anna, the Blessed Madonna, Carl Craig, Claude Von Stroke, who we talk about all the time on the show, James Murphy, Jeff Mills, Louis Vega, Mastioplex, uh, Nina Kravitz, Richie Houghton, Seth Troxler, and many Very more. Very nice. Very nice. So tickets for that are on sale as of just a couple weeks ago. $209 for a three-day pass or 309 for a VIP pass. So the Memorial Day weekend, which honestly is what? Three months from right now? Yeah, it's close. Closer than you exactly think. Three months away. We'll be in full summer festival season. EDC will have already taking place that's kind of it uh it's messing with my mind a little bit oh, since messing with my mind a lot it just happened in october mm-hmm. and now i see the edc countdown where people you know less than 90 days and so i'm like what we just went through all this not that it's a bad thing yeah but it just no it's it's, it's messed tough. me up majorly like i keep thinking it didn't yeah. it couldn't have been that recently or like it can't be that soon that's coming again yeah. but yeah exactly what's happening they should have just let everything set up, right? We'll just leave this up for six <laughs> months. We don't have to take it down and put it all the way back up again. Uh, Summer Camp Music Festival, which is in Illinois, announced some lineup additions. Not a ton of stuff uh, housey related whatsoever, really. So we won't talk a, about it. Yeah, it's more of a well. It's it's jam bands and dubstep, and then the Smashing Pumpkins are. At the top. Yeah, apparently they're touring again, <laughs> which I never thought they would, but oh well. Yeah, so that is happening. That is uh, also Memorial Day weekend, 27th, 28th, 29th. That's a camping festival, very different vibe. And then, let's see, Nocturnal Wonderland, which is a Southern California-based festival, is returning September 17th and 18th, I think, yeah, to Glen Helen Regional Park. No lineup news on that one yet, but should be a typical Insomniac Festival experience. What's interesting about this show to me is that they still hold this one at Glen Helen, which I've never been to, whereas every other major festival is held at the NOS mm-hmm. Event Center in San Bernardino. So I don't know what the reasoning is. It's a special why. place, Kent. I guess so. But I believe Nocturnal is maybe the first Insomniac festival that was ever held. I believe so. They, they hold it in pretty high regard. Yeah. It's got to be something yeah. like that. First founded in 1995. You weren't even born yet, older sir. older than me by a year. Not by that much. Let's all calm down. Uh, so anyway, mark your calendars for that one. It's uh, one of the last late summer festivals uh, I do want to talk about Meow Wolf and my plans for this weekend but first let's hop back into music this is Argy the song is called Tataki on Warehouse 11 
11 that's lily palmer the song is called temptation and i think we like that one a lot the lily has my heart and other parts of me like she was yeah dark and beautiful we were we were just talking about how we'd like to be in a room the size of bauhaus in houston but for a full-on techno show Mm -hmm. Just be a very different experience in such a small room. I'm really the only all techno sets I've been to have been at large festivals. Yeah, never an big, actual like tight environment. Yeah, big tent that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Which also I should follow up that Bauhaus actually is a style of art, and it literally translates to construction house. So very, very neat, very very fitting. Neat. Indeed. So that's where Chris Lake and Fisher should do their next under construction show. Mm-hmm. Bring it on, man. Make, that would make a lot of oof. sense. That's a lot of people that would well, show, yeah. show up for that. Yeah, I don't, th- I don't think that would work at all. But it would be a nice thought. Yeah. Uh, s- speaking of Chris, who we played at the very top of the show, but he is playing at Skyline Festival in L.A. this weekend alongside... Everyone else who is popular in house and techno in 2022. All, yeah, all of them. I mean, the, no the lineup like it's insane. Yeah, it's just it's just pretty wild. So I am uh, I have plans as as long as I can get out of the frozen tundra that I am stuck in. <laughs> uh, hopefully, I'll be able to see this show. But um, it's uh, Saturday and Sunday at Skylight Road. DTLA never also been to an Insomniac show that's at a smaller venue of this size and in the center of the city so that'll be mm-hmm. interesting to see and experience other people on the lineup Carl Cox who I think is doing who's playing both days and bringing friends with him as well Claptone Clooney uh, Lee Foss Liquid Dice Marco Carolla Maya Jane Coles Green Velvet, like, yet again. Insane. Marco Carolla, Noizu, Sonny Federa. I don't even, I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to handle all of this. So Ken's going to go and slap up a Warehouse 11 logo somewhere, and On eventually it'll be, it'll be our show. Yeah. Gosh dang. So hopefully on the next show I'll have a full review of what is, uh, what did happen at that event that's factory 93 and day trip presents skyline and let's see what else um, I don't know if you're yeah so or... well let's let's play a couple more songs okay. and then we'll come back and talk about my experience 
soon after Clayton's experience at the new Denver Convergent Station installation of Meow Wolf. This is Amy Lauren and Vanilla Ace. So it's called Bang the Drum on Warehouse 11.
City. It's their remix of Ben Kim's song called Somebody to Love, another track we heard Sir Velvet play this past weekend, and I'm sure... Go for it. I was going to say, he did a a couple of like pop song mm, yeah. plays. It was he a did, little he, unexpected. Yeah, he just dropped in Juice World Lucid Dreams. He didn't play yeah. like the chorus, which I thought was wise, but he played like everything around it. And yeah. then he also played Adele, and I can't remember which song it was. But oh yeah, wasn't it Rolling in the Deep? That's what I thought it was. Which but... that's very fitting. Yeah, for Rafe. no, that was like this <laughs> works really well. Definitely works. Yeah, I even heard that too, and I was like, "What a popular song to play!" And I didn't even realize that it was Adele mm-hmm. until you said it. I was like, "Oh well, yeah, obviously that's yeah. who it is." So man, Adele, this lady, this lady, is just she a is drama, like drama diva mess over this Vegas <laughs> presidency thing that got canceled. I mean... I don't think I've heard about that. Well, so she canceled the, sh- the residency like two days before it was supposed to happen. Oh, or Jesus. maybe even the day before and was basically saying like, everyone on my team has COVID and things just didn't come together and I, I just can't do the show. So, I mean, remember that people paid lots like you know a grand per ticket to some of these shows and then it they were already mm-hmm. in vegas and stuff like that and then she just canceled at the last second Ooh. nobody really knows what's going to happen and of course all the tabloids were saying that you know she really just is a difficult person to work with and there's all these other underlying things but Yikes. knowing what some people in the pop world are like that's yeah. not, <laughs> not all super surprising. shocking it's a little so. sad because it's adele but yeah. it's not shocking Right, but I don't know. Who knows? Um, in Vegas news, similarly, Art of the Wild, which was the basically the first major house and techno multi-day event, um, has announced their return. It is uh, taking over each of the venues at the Wynn property, so that's Excess and Encore Beach Club, March 18th through the 21st. Uh, let's see the the lineup. They they do several takeovers from different brands, but I'll run through some of those. It's Higher Ground, which is Diplo's mm-hmm. record label, Circo Loco, El Ro, uh, Animale, La Selva, Realm, and Rufus Du Soul are all doing curated events. Some of the artists include Diplo, Claptone, DJ Tennis, Damian Lazarus, Masioplex. Uh, Eli and Fur, Medusa, Mason Collective, Gorgon City, Hayden James, Art Bat, Yado, Gordo, and several more. So you can check out the full lineup of that and get tickets over at electronic.vegas. Interestingly, this lineup, it's it's pretty good, but it I feel like so many of the people that in past years the heavy hitters that yeah. they had played this yeah, show yeah. now have residencies at all these other places all across Vegas because now everybody, rightfully so, everybody wants house music. So, um, Tau Beach Club is reopening for the first time since I guess it was. 2019, but they they closed at the end of the 2019 season on purpose mm-hmm. to totally redo the whole place. So just conveniently, they had extra yeah. time during the uh, pandemic to do that. But they've booked Alesso as one of their major headliners, and Chris Lake, and Fisher, and several other people who are also playing at Marquee and Hakkasan and Omnia. And then, I mean, I think Zook probably has the most solid house and techno lineup um, especially their Sunday evening event which is called Moonbeam which is Carl Cox mm-hmm. and um, Camel Fat and Green Velvet and tons of other people every every Sunday so um, it's everywhere so that makes it a little less I don't want to say interesting or important that this right. event is taking place but it's just now that it is, it's, it's over saturated. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, last thing I want to talk about on the show is exploring Meow Wolf in Denver. And I know Clayton shared a bunch of his thoughts on one of our prior shows. Um, having been to all three exhibits in order of them opening now, this is by far the most 
massive and it's just like insanely huge. Yeah, it just never it never ends. It I, I spent just under three hours there and I my goal was just to do a, essentially a walkthrough mm-hmm. just to see every room and installation that they had. And I think I accomplished that. <laughs> but I'm not I'm not totally sure. I thought the storyline for this one, which some people don't even know is a part right. of the Meow Wolf experience. I thought the storyline was a little more cryptic, a little mm-hmm. a little more difficult to uncover. However, there were way more costumed performers. Which was really fun, I thought. Yeah. Uh, I mean, probably three times as many mm-hmm. if, or more than any of the other. Like, I'm not even sure we saw any in Santa Fe, except for one person in the line outside. Oh, yeah. Like the yep. alien person. But otherwise, it was pretty self-sufficient. And I think for... Well, Mega Mart has some. Yeah, yeah. Mostly in the grocery store yep. part, yeah. So that's fair. But there were just lots of people roaming around, like asking you to take a survey mm-hmm. or directing you to certain places. I did appreciate that they had little odes to their other yes yes installation so like there was a little corner market that was an omega mart mm-hmm. fill you know product filled store and there were some other places but i mean i went dirt on the super bowl thinking that it would be quite empty and it was probably just as busy as it would be <laughs> any other day so i guess that doesn't really have a huge overlap um per se but i I talked to some other people that had went, and they said they spent five hours there, and they barely got through it. So, I mean, I think you could... I believe it, man. I think it could definitely, especially with that storyline, I think you could spend... This is where they need to sell a season pass. Yes. You know? I need to get in there and do a little bit of exploring and come back and piece together. Yeah. Yeah. Which I felt like we saw people doing in Santa Fe, Mm -hmm. but um, I only saw some people following you know the scavenger hunts per se or whatever it was but a lot of other people were just you know walking around with their mouths open trying to figure out Uh, what everything was yeah i feel like there were more kids as well than Mm. any of the other places yeah there were a lot of kids when i was at the vegas exhibit but i think that was partly because the schools were all still remote Uh, at the time and so people had a little more flexibility um and this was, I don't know, this was a weekend, so I guess it would make sense that there were kids there, or maybe I just wasn't really paying attention. Mm-hmm. But definitely more than Santa Fe. Oh, Santa Fe was sure. like all adults, I felt like. So Meow Wolf is a art collective, if you're not familiar, and they you know they have very humble beginnings doing some very um, interesting things. Cool that were, art stuff. Yeah, and, and they just released that their next physical experience is under development now and I, I to be honest I don't even fully understand what it is or what they're referencing wasn't it like stream stream meow wolf yeah or it's, a, it's it was a combination of live performers in costumes and a sort of stream they're really combining the cinematic film world of Santa Fe with some sort of performance art thing I just don't know where it's going to be. No I don't know idea. if it's an extension of something, but another, and of course, they're probably being cryptic on mm-hmm. purpose, but um, details for that should emerge relatively soon. I mean, they did announce a while back that they were going to do a Meow Wolf in DC, and I don't think we've yep. heard anything of that, and then that they were going to do a hotel in Phoenix. And there's and a pop up coming to Austin. As oh part yeah, of South by I believe. Yeah, 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 yeah. So maybe it's related to one of those things, or maybe they've ditched those ideas and have moved on to something altogether. Who, Who knows? knows? But nonetheless, all of them are worth exploring. I think Santa Fe still holds the top of the list for me. Yeah. But maybe it's. Because that was the first one that we went to, and right, I mean, it's we a had a more place anyways. We had a more immersive experience mm-hmm. in that one. I don't know, but I will say, I think, I think Denver is my second favorite, and then Vegas 
is I would agree with that. Third, yeah. Although I think for me, Denver is really, really close to Santa Fe. Like, it's neck and neck for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's something about Vegas that just didn't quite click for me as yeah. much as I wanted it to. But maybe maybe another visit is in Next store. Next time. It is... It is not necessarily the cheapest thing it that really you can isn't. do either. So, no. I mean, they ke- it keeps getting a little more expensive. Rightfully so, grant considering the size of these places, but mm-hmm. it's 45 bucks for Denver. I think it's 40 for Vegas something and, like that, yeah. I it was 30 or 35 for Santa Fe. Maybe they've all gone up. I mean, everything everything is, but um artists got to eat too. They so, do. Uh, obviously, you can find out more info on Meow Wolf and all the things they're doing on their website. I think that is going to do it for this week's show of Warehouse 11. Episode I'm 90. I'm Clayton. I know. We're 10, 10 episodes away from the big 100. I'm and so we don't terrified. Know, we don't know what's going to happen yet. So our last track is by Holophonic. It's called Can't Get Enough. We'll see you next time. Bye. Can you feel it too?